A reading from the book of Judges. The Spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah. He passed through Gilead and Manasseh, and through Mizpah, Gilead, as well. And from there he went on to the Ammonites. Jephthah made a vow to the Lord. If you deliver the Ammonites into my power, he said, whoever comes out of the doors of my house to meet me when I return in triumph from the Ammonites shall belong to the, to the Lord. I shall offer him up as a burnt offering. Jephthah then went on to the Ammonites to fight against them. And the Lord delivered them into his power so that he inflicted a severe defeat on them. From Arior to the approach of Mineth, 20 cities in all, and as far as Abel Karim. Thus were the Ammonites brought into subjection by the children of Israel. <clears throat> when Jephthah returned to his house in Mizpah, it was his daughter who came forth, playing the tambourines and dancing. She was an only child. He had neither son nor daughter besides her. When he saw her, he rent his garments and said, Alas, daughter, you have struck me down and brought calamity upon me. For I have made a vow to the Lord and cannot retract. She replied, Father, you have made a vow to the Lord. Do with me as you have vowed. Because the Lord has wrought vengeance for you on your enemies, the Ammonites. Then she said to her father, let me have this favor. Spare me for two months that I may go down the mountains to mourn my virginity with my companions. Go, he replied, and sent her away for two months. So she departed with her companions <clears throat> and mourned her virginity on the mountains. At the end of the two months, she returned to her father, who did to her as he had vowed. Verbum Domini Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. Blessed the man who makes the Lord his trust, who turns not to idolatry or to those who stray after falsehood. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. Sacrifice or obligation you wish not, but ears open to obedience you gave me. Burnt offerings or sin offerings you sought not. Then said I, behold, I come. <clears throat> In the written scroll it is prescribed for me. Do, to do your will, O my God, is my delight, and your law is within my heart. Here I am, Lord. I come to do your will. I announced your justice in the vast assembly. 
I did not refrain my lips, as you, O Lord, know. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Dominus Fobiscum. Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Mateum. Jesus again in reply spoke to the chief priest and the elders of the people in parables saying, the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. He dispatched his servants to summon the invited guests to the feast, but they refused to come. A second time, he sent other servants, saying, Tell those invited, Behold, I have prepared my banquet. My calves and fattened cattle are killed, and everything is ready. Come to the feast. Some ignored the invitation and went away, one to his farm, another to his business. <clears throat> the rest laid hold of his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged and sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then the king said to his servants, The feast is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy to come. Go out, therefore, into the main roads, and invite to the feast whomever you find. The servants went out into the streets, and gathered all they found, bad and good alike, and the hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to meet the guest, he saw a man there, not dressed in a wedding garment. He said to him, My friend, how is it that you came in here without a wedding garment? but he was reduced to silence. Then the king said to his attendants, bind his hands and feet and cast him into the darkness outside where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Many are invited, but few are chosen. Verbum Domini
Jephthah made a vow to the Lord in the first reading from the book of Judges. He made a vow and he fulfilled the vow, but the vow was, it was wrath on his part in making the vow to begin with. In other words, he did not really and carefully consider what he was about to do in the vows. To make a vow is something holy and something serious that one should and ought to keep once made. This is why it should not be made rashly like Jephthah did. There should be solid preparation beforehand. And the church's code of canon law states that a vow is a deliberate and free promise made to God concerning some good which is possible and better. Again, it's a deliberate and free promise made to God concerning some good which is possible and better. Deliberate means that it's done intentionally and not haphazardly and rashly like Jephthah did. And free means that it's not being forced by another. One decides freely to make it. No one puts a gun over the person to do it or no one is offering lots of money to do it. Some sort of outside influence, some sort of way to force the person to do it. Otherwise, it would not be a valid one. And it is, uh, vow is the highest form of promise that's made to God. You know, sometimes people are so desperate making some sort of promise. Oh, God, I promise I will do this if you give me this. I will do this if you provide this. Or again, sometimes people are in desperate situation that they make something like this, promise, and, and when one is in a desperate situation, one may, may uh, the freedom get influence on that and, and one may not really say what ought to be said. And again, kind of like Jephthah, kind of rashly saying it because one is in a desperate situation. And like the code said, it, it is something possible to fulfill it. It is something better than what one has already done. So something possible. So let's say, let's say someone come up to me, Father, I feel like the Lord wants me to fast for a whole year so that COVID would die out. That is crazy. That's all I got to say. Fast for a whole year. No, that is not any, any priest, any religious superior who have uh, sound mind, common sense would not permit that kind of uh, vow or promise. Okay, it may be, it may be quote-unquote possible for that person to do it, but it's, it's not a good one. It's too severe. It's too uh, unrealistic uh, to uh, fulfill it. 
again, like, just like the quote said, uh, it's a deliberate and free promise made to God concerning some good which is possible and better. <clears throat> and religious typically spend at least a year or two. I know the sisters uh, have uh, two years uh, novitiate before uh, one makes the first vows, and that's the temporary vows. For final vows or perpetual or solemn vows, it takes several years to get ready. You know, married couples make promises to one another before God. You know, all the baptized make vows at baptism. Baptism is a gift that we've been given to protect us, to nourish us, to provide for us, and to have true relationship with the living triune God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We've all made our baptismal vows. We've all made our baptismal vows, and oftentimes we don't, we don't think much about it, but it's, it's a vow. It is a vow. And as I mentioned earlier, once a vow is made, it ought to be kept. What's the essential in our baptismal vows? Half of it is negative, half of it is positive. The negative is the first three. The, 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 the promise to reject Satan, the promise to, je to reject his works, the promise to reject his empty promises. That's what I call the negative aspect of the essential of the vows, this rejection. I don't want you. I don't want your works. I don't want your empty promises. Don't give me that. And then there's the positive of the, it's the last three, Essentially, it's like the Apostles' Creed or any creed that we profess, Nicene Creed, Apostles' Creed, Athanasius' Creed, they all have the essential that is the belief in the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in the church. The promise to believe in God the Father, the promise to believe in His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, Redeemer, and the promise to believe in the Holy Spirit and the Holy Catholic Church, Jesus found it and established under Peter 2,000 plus years ago. Those are the positive aspect of the vows of our baptismal vows. And uh, keeping our baptismal vows is like keeping the wedding garment on. We can't go in for the wedding banquet in heaven without that proper wedding garment. Otherwise, we've heard it. We've heard what we were told we would be bound, we would be cast into the darkness outside where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. We got to keep the wedding garment on. And <clears throat> our baptismal vows are very basic and so essential to be kept. And yet, in today's society, it's often neglected or even set aside completely or even worse, given up to the evil one. They join to the dark side, so to speak. And again, this is a very sad situation when one chooses to do that, chooses to 
renounce their baptismal vows. That's the most horrible thing one ever done. Now, if one have done that, is it hopeless? Is, it, is that person doomed to death for all eternity? No. God gives us opportunity to repent. And, and yes, one has to get back to the path of light, to the path of Christ. One may have suffered to go back to that light, but it's possible to get back to Christ. With God, everything is possible. Nothing is impossible. So if you know somebody who have renounced their baptismal vows and trying to get back, encourage them, get back. Don't be afraid. The Lord wants you back. Don't let the evil one get a strong hold on you. you know? Again, you may not know right now, maybe a few days later or maybe next week, next month, whatever, Maybe the Lord sends somebody who are in this situation who have renounced their baptismal vows, a tragic thing one has ever done in the person's faith life. But not to get discouraged and not to, not to uh, give them hope, give them encouragement. It's possible to get back. All you got to do is just want to get back, and the Lord will give you what you need to get back and to be right with God. So we, we, on this Mass, during this Mass, we ask the Lord for the grace to remain faithful to the Lord by first things first, keeping our baptismal vows. And if we have, uh, some of us uh, religious have uh, religious vows, so we ask that as well, to remain faithful to the Lord by keeping our religious vows. You know, we renew our commitment day to day by responding to the Lord again and again and again. Here I am, Lord. I come to do your will. 